Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back, Blow the Belt. Glorious Saturday. It's not Saturday. Sunday. Sunday morning. Sunday morning, mate. I don't like it when we do these Sunday morning ones. You said before you like the Sunday I've changed ones. it now. You don't like it anymore. So what do you want then? Just like for you guys to come to me. Yep. Like just when I say I'm free. Yeah, at come. your leisure. Yeah, yeah exactly. You have to get dressed. I earn enough money now, right, where I should be able to just do what I want. Just and make my friends do what I want. Right, right. <laughs> so so you're hungover today? Yeah, I'm hungover. It's getting every month. My yeah. boys. What uh, What was your snack of choice on the way here? You know, just as a little roast beef, monster munch, <laughs> caramel, dairy milk, and um, and an oasis. An <laughs> oasis. Wow. <laughs> that, that that wipes it out. Yeah. I had some um, I had some what's it called? Hydrating tablets early on. Oh. And some five HTP. So right. Fully dosed up. And what have you had this morning, Cal? Couple of cereal bars, right? And then where are we going after? Going to the calf. Nice. Yeah. Local calf. Skull. Yes, I am Alex from Bristol. This is Callum from Boxing Monthly Online. T. What's up? Uh, reviews. Give us reviews. Yes. Yeah. The funnier, Please. the better. Yeah. They can be mean. But we mean, give us the five stars. Yeah. Give us the five stars. Say whatever you like. If yeah. you're gonna be a mean though, be if you're gonna be mean, be like Creative. shit grammar. And like yes, illiterate. Yes. I don't want any intelligent people making it like we're actually shit. Yeah. No. no that really really hurts our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. three dots in between each little statement. Yeah. 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 Or double ones. space between everything so it looks oh. like you're a bot. Oh, yeah. You see, we're trying to be more regular now this year. Maybe exactly. Before we go six weeks without a pod, but now. It's like know. every week, every fortnight. Yeah. yeah. Trying, to, trying to give you. What was the last pod? Uh, it was last week after. It was, was it after Fury? It was after Fury. With Flav. Yeah, with Flav after Fury. Okay. We, this is the first time we've been together in 34 days. All right. Don't remind me. Man's like got a tally on the wall, like it's prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you can get us at a Twitter account at BlowTheBelt underscore uh, Facebook.com forward slash B2B pod and BlowTheBelt pod on the gram. On the gram. Yeah. Uh, well, let's start from uh, last night. Errol Spence, Sean Porter for the WBC and IBF uh, welterweight titles. Uh, pay-per-view over there in yeah. America. Fox. And I dare say it was very much worth it. Oh, man, what a fight. It was such a good fight. Like... Uh, Errol Spence was like a massive bookies favourite. Like, Six to one, Sean Porter was, and I, I was genuinely yeah, tempted at mm. about quarter to five this morning, yeah. and thought, do you know what? I mean, I didn't think it would happen, but I thought for six to one, yeah. it's worth a, it's worth a ton. Oh yeah, because by the time the fight finishes, you could have it either way, couldn't mm. you? Really, there was a few people out there that did have it for Porter. Do you uh, think so? You really, you really think you could have had it either way? I don't agree. I was shocked that it was a split decision. Um, I was surprised, you know. PBC, there always tends to be a split decision, really. There's always a weird card. Even Pacquiao Furman, where Pacquiao bashed Furman around the ring, that was a split decision. It's yeah. just the way PBC cards tend to go. Um, no, I thought it was... I thought um, I thought Spence bossed the early rounds. Um, and then I thought Porter did really well in the middle rounds. And the championship rounds kind of what sealed it for Spence in the end. 10, mm. 11, 12, plus the knockdown. knockdown I, thought, I thought he won all three of those, plus the knockdown in the 11. Yeah, I don't see how someone has a card. What, what was um, what was that middle card? 115-112. With a knockdown. Yeah, so that's eight rounds to four for Porter. Jesus. Mental. That was a bit mental. That yeah. was a little bit mental. I suppose it's... Some, some judges will like that aggression. They will mm. like that constant, constant aggression. But... The way the kind of the fight went, it kind of ebbed and flowed, didn't it? Like Porter would have really good spell, yeah, and then Spence would have thirty seconds a minute, and then it would kind of go but like it, that. It didn't ebb and flow as in someone's round and then someone else's round. No. It was ebb and flow as in throughout the round. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think, except um, I, I think you're right. In the early rounds, um, Spence was kind of dealing with him, dealing with him quite well. You know, boxing at range. Um, you know, Spence does that. He, he's so good at being able to. Uh, he kind of brings you in, brings you in, brings you in, and then just as you're about to come in, takes that extra half step back and then comes around and, and catches you. Yeah. Um, and he was he was kind of doing that, not not really getting a hundred percent success rate, but um, but yeah, that that was the kind of his plan his plan to do it. And I I tweeted at the time I said Porter boxing um, Spence like this in these early rounds. It's a bit like making your own like fruit juice. Right, you know, you get like one of them juicers, right? And you right. put them in, then you go right down. It goes yeah. loads of noise, loads of effort as you're pushing it down. There's a fucking mess everywhere, yeah. and then you look at it, and it's a glass like with about two inches in. Yeah, right. So all that work and stuff that he's doing, all that energy, and right at the start, Porter's always the same at the start. He's very bouncy, like on his toes, on his toes, on his toes. Um, but then you look at kind of the results afterwards, and it's not much. Yeah. Um, and I. I think the level of conditioning from the Perman was ridiculous. Oh, it's unbelievable. I, it's absolutely unbelievable. I thought, I thought Sean Porter was going to tire, but he didn't. Mm. You know, because he's put so much into it. Yeah. But I felt that you guys did it ebbed and flowed. I thought that Spence would, you know, smash him up with a few shots and Porter throw one shot back at the end. Yeah. And that's a shot that people remember. Mm. So it looked like it was more 50-50. I think Spence outlanded him by loads and he made Porter miss an awful lot. Yeah. But I mean, Porter... I, I, I just don't like... I don't know. It's hard for me to ever score a fight for Porter because he's just so messy. I hate, I hate messy fighters. It's just, yeah. it's just a personal thing. I don't like. Yeah. You know, just I think when up. you the way you, personally, I mean, the way I would look at those rounds when it's someone like Porter is 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 he is he purely is he landing more than he's missing at that time, right. and that's when when he's fighting against someone who is either just at his level or below, then he usually does. Mm. You know, all right, they might not be you know flush or or whatever, but 
but he doesn't look as as messy because he's because he's hitting. Yeah. You know, Spence being as good as he is, you know, helps helps with that side of things. But um, yeah, I thought I thought Porter did tire a little bit. He did. Um, I I thought he, he he went a little bit flat footed towards uh, towards the the latter middle rounds, um, but nothing. I mean, compared to other fighters, I mean, ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, I made a note down here of the conditioning because. It's just unbelievable. I mean, they look great yesterday on scales. And some of the shots they were taking as well. I mean, the and knockdown. Kept going. And the way he got up. I mean, anyone would have thought he'd have just he'd they'd like just caught him on a shoulder and he'd slip backwards. He got up like it was nothing. I think it was Lewis that said it on the commentary that I saw that you know it's a tough man to get because most people would be flat out after mm. that after that shot. Just touched the ground. Yeah. Just you know. And he looked pissed off of himself. He was just pissed as well. off, wasn't yeah. he? It wasn't yeah. like he's hurt or bothered. He was just. He was just pissed off. Then he, did yeah. the, then he did the Harry Kane thing after. <laughs> Let's go! Yeah, 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 he did. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Paul. He's, uh, he just seems like a lovely, thoroughly nice chap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just showing off because you met him, innit? Did meet him a couple of times. A couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Second time it was like it was in Sheffield, right? Yeah, he was like, all right. Yeah, he knew you. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you weighing now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit sparring. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of. In terms of the, of the type of fight it was for Spence, uh, we've seen him have to deal with something different yeah. last night, which yeah. was nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I think it was actually a really really good fight. For Spence. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was a good fight for Spence in terms of his progression because really he's had. I'm just trying to think back through his career. He's had pretty much everything his own way. Yeah. You know, Mikey Garcia was supposed to be kind of a step up in terms of quality. Mikey yeah. Garcia, you know, four weight world champion. He handled him twelve rounds to nail all three judges. It was really, really easy in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 effort that he put into that he put into the Porter fight is three of those Garcia fights. It was yeah. it was like three fights in one because Porter just keeps coming, keeps coming. And Porter, you know, thinking back to when he fought Kell Brook and Kell Brook handled him. Mm. He handled him, didn't he, really? But Porter now is a much improved fighter. It's not just windmilling in. There's a yeah. method to it, and he he's got. Very... Do you think that's because he's probably got the better pedigree in terms of championship fights? You know, yeah. in those big occasions, in terms of just experience, probably helped him last night as well. That's it. He's fought Furman. He's fought Danny Garcia, um, Kelbrook, Ugas. Yeah. Mm. Like the PBC, they own the welterweight division. They've got all the best welterweights, and even the guys that aren't the champions are really good fighters. Guys mm. like Ugas are really good. So he's yeah he's been seasoned and he's had and he's had you know all this preparation for to fight a guy like Spence. So Porter gives everybody a hard fight. He'd give Terence Crawford a hard fight, mm. you know. Um, so, but it's hard in terms of, like I said, because there is no one really like him in terms of in terms of his his style and and like I said his conditioning and and the and the way he comes forward like that. What did you? I mean, in terms for for Spence, my original question was, is this. Was his, his toughest test? I mean, the Kell yes. Brook fight. I mean, if Brook hadn't fought Golovkin yeah. five months earlier or yeah. whatever it was, then I think it was good for the the Kell Brook fight was good for Spence in a way that he was on the way territory. Yeah, that was and my Brook point, started yeah. really well. He started really well. First six rounds, probably I think remember having it free all the time. Mm. Uh, but then Spence just completely dominated him after that. Whereas this was nip and tuck all the way, probably till the tenth round, and even in the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, which I thought Spence won. Port made him work for every second of every. Did you round. score it? What one? Sorry. Did you score the fight last night? Yeah. Yeah. How did you? I mean, I was one after about four rounds. Yeah. I was, you know, I think I think I had Spence four one. Yeah. Four five. I, sorry, for five rounds. Yeah. I, Furman had it five uh, five up for Porter. Who did? <laughs> Keith Furman. Taking too much punches in the head. I think last night for the first time Spence looked beatable. 
to be to yeah. be honest. And obviously yeah. Porter's not he's not gonna fight Porter every single year, every mm. single fight. But I saw that fight. I thought I reckon Crawford might probably deal with Porter easier. Obviously, you've got the triangle rule, it's styles and all that, and I yeah. get that. Yeah. But I feel that Crawford may may deal with Porter easier. And I with think, Porter, yeah, I reckon if Crawford fought, I reckon I don't know. I just think Crawford's just an amazing fighter. I think he's thrown his career out top rank. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. But um, I looked last night. I thought if Porter had a bit more about him, he could have maybe. Of course, Spence more problems. Yeah. But you said you said about Crawford handling Porter. You mean Crawford handling, being able to handle Spence? No, no, no. I reckon if Porter fought Crawford, yeah. I reckon maybe Crawford would deal with them easier. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Obviously, that fight will probably he's never happen. He's got a little bit more, because he can switch southpaw, he yeah. can box out orthodox. He's got a little bit more variety to his game, whereas Spence is very, what he is, is what he is. Yeah. He just smashes people up. I mean, yeah. mm. Crawford can outbox you, but Spence would just, I mean, obviously Spence had in the Garcia fight, that he can box beautifully. Yeah. He did box beautifully that night. But last night, I just thought, it's a bit like I'm in football with, you know, Bielsa and Poch. Just plan A. Plan A works, well. I'm going to keep doing plan A. Mm. That's what he did last night, and it worked. But, I mean, do you think, um, do you think that Spence, I mean, I mean, he never really looked, I never thought at one point, that he, not in trouble, but even, even to a point where I never thought, ooh, he got really? passed a couple of times. Yeah, but he nothing got, he, like, he was getting hit. More yeah. Than get hit yeah, but it was never. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it was just a, a point of I, you were seeing him take the take those shots, but um, at no point did I feel like, oh, he's took a you know he's taken a few steps back there to try and yeah. take a breath or whatever. It was it was more about it was more about he needed some thinking time really yeah. just to be like right, well, how do I reset now because this guy's just doesn't fucking stop. I don't think he was in trouble in terms of being stopped. No, I think I he was think in that. trouble in terms of losing the fight because it's on on points because mm. I just thought approaching the championship rounds 10, 11, 12 was quite close in yeah. terms of the points. It wasn't and an easy it, fight to score either. No, it was, no. Oh, it was an awful fight to score. No, like we were saying, it throughout yeah. the round would kind of ebb and flow and there's actually some debate on Twitter um, at the minute about even rounds. Uh, yeah, scoring scoring even rounds. A few of the few of the guys. Well, just for anyone that didn't know, sorry, just before we carry on, it was one sixteen, one eleven twice, and, and one fifteen, one twelve. Yeah. Which I was about right. One sixteen, one sixteen with one eleven with the knockdown. I think is about right. That's eight four. Yeah, it's eight four with the knockdown. I had it seven five with yeah. the knockdown, and yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with it really. But you know, if if I suppose if Porter would have won seven five, I don't, would there have been? Yeah, I suppose there probably would have been an outcry. Really, I think Spence. I I yeah. I mean, if, if yeah, I think I would have been rounds, like mm. yeah. I mean, look, I'd love to see it again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, I'd like to see it again because it's a fun fight to watch. I mean, I don't, I don't, nothing's going to change. Neither of them are going to change, are they? So you would probably expect a similar thing, maybe a bit closer. Yeah. But um, it was, I mean, it was fun to watch. I'll, I'll, I'll watch that again if, if that was the case. I think it's probably better for the sport that Spence won. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Because mm. trying to build a Crawford fight, which may never happen. But yeah. Talk, talk to us. About, so for the, for people that that you know are, are not massively familiar with 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 uh, the, the factions and as, as to why this won't come about. Yeah. What, I mean, what, Carol, tell us what the likelihood of that fight happening is and, and why mainly the top reason as to why it won't for people that won't have really um, come across that. Likelihood of it happening, if you say we put in it, put, say end of next year, if like chances of it happening by the end of 2020. Mm. Oh God, of it happening, 30% maybe. Mm-hmm. Why not? Because uh, Terence Crawford is locked in with a contract with ESPN, they broadcast all of his fights. He's also signed to Bob Arum, uh, who's, who's his promoter. Um, Bob Arum 
he's quite vocal about his dislike for Spence's advisor, Al Heyman, mm-hmm. who's he's got a deal with. Who signed, Spence is signed with Al Heyman. He also he doesn't have a locked in TV contract. He can he boxes on Fox. He boxes on Showtime. He boxes with whoever PBC, the Premier Boxing Champions, whoever whoever they choose to broadcast the fights. That's the reason mainly the TV networks. And do you know what the real big thing is? It's not a big enough money fight for it to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Mayweather Pacquiao, when there was a very similar situation, you've got an Al Heyman fighting Floyd, you've got Bob Aaron fighting uh, Manny Pacquiao, but it was a massive half a billion dollar fight. Yep. These two probably make five million dollars each. Mm. You know, it's yeah. not it's not enough money for them to all get in a room and try and work it all out. Yeah. Whereas a Mayweather Pacquiao is. Yeah. Okay. It's frustrating. It's it frustrating, it but is. and luckily we don't really have that issue in this country now. I mean, not that you know, you, you can you know, Matchroom and and BT and all the rest of it have have worked together now on a few yeah. bits and pieces here and there, mm. but um, yeah, and it's a shame. And if that's the type of fight that gets stopped, you know, for the trade, mm. it's and and for the for the you know, inverted commas hardcore mm. fans that want to see that, and then you can't. And this that's the frustration with it on a on a pure, not just this fight. I just mean in general with with boxing is that. How are you meant to attract new fans mm. when you can't put on these... You know, like with Ward and Kovalev, like at that time, it was like, look, this is the biggest fight in boxing right now. You know, you have to be able to go out and then, and then sell it. Yeah. But it needs someone probably to do their conquers, as Eddie um, yeah. would say, <laughs> to, to, to do it for the good of the sport and then go and promote the fuck out of it. I think but, the issue I've got is that neither of them are properly demanding it. Um I think Spence was asked after the fight he'd won the fight next, and he said, um, "Oh, he said Pacquiao, somebody's name I've forgotten, and and Crawford." He was Julian Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's on one five four. Justin Williams, isn't it? Julian. Oh fuck it. J Rock. Yes, J Rock. Yeah. It's like the office. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. No, but um, I'm saying he didn't. He's not demanding the fight. No. Crawford's not properly demanding the fight either. Why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm telling them not to demand it, but these, these um, Heyman works for Spence. Aaron works for Crawford. It's not the other way around. Mm. Demand a fight. Yeah. And they're not doing that. No. Do you think they're looking at it like this ain't worth it yet in terms of money? Do you think Spence and Crawford are looking at it like, yeah, we'll talk about each other, but we're not making much out of it now. Mm. So why don't we keep talking about each other for another year, get people really riled up, and then in a year we can go, all right, now let's make it. Yeah, the issue with that is who is Crawford going to beat in the interim? Well, that's Because you need, to, you, need to, you need to smash someone up to think, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm excited about this fight now. Yeah. He's got a mandatory that he's going to fight soon. He's going to fight... Lithuanian bloke. Yeah, he's, got, he's going to take care of that mandatory. And then he'll probably fight Jose Ramirez, who's yeah. just uh, beat Maurice Hooker. Uh, who's a junior welterweight? He'll probably fight him afterwards because he's with Bob Ram as well. So, and then after that, it's like back end of next year. It's like, all right, what's next then? Well, I mean, belt wise, I mean, Pacquiao's got the WBA, uh, a, sorry, yep, um, and a WBO is Crawford, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you could end up in a situation where oh, let's just someone get rid of Pacquiao for love of Christ. I think um, Spence fights Pacquiao back in summer next yeah, year. That's my point. Yeah. I'm not. I, you know what? I'm. I'm not sure that's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> really? Fight, yeah. Watching last night, I'm thinking. I mean, obviously Spence should win because he's fresher, bigger. Yeah. But I wouldn't say. I think the Thurman fight has made me think a bit differently about Pacquiao now. Yeah. I think. He's got. He's got lots of natural talent, Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the undercard, we saw Anthony Durrell. 
uh, box David Benavides uh, for the WBC Super Middleweight title after Benavides his uh, troubles yes. in the past yes, uh, and was stopped on a pretty horrific cut. It was naughty, wasn't it? I thought actually Anthony Durrell boxed quite well. I like Anthony Durrell. He boxed, I don't like the Durrells really, but I, I, he boxed actually quite well. He just didn't have the power to bother Benavidez. No. He just, he was throwing good shots to the body and he was outworking Benavidez in the early first three, four rounds. He was he was actually outworking Benavidez. Benavidez was just kind of following him. He was kind of following him and trying to land big shots. He was just thinking, I am going to get you out of here at some point. It's cool. just a matter of when. And so he was being quite clever, Benavidez, in a way. Even though he was losing the rounds, he was making making Durrell work hmm. and make him ex- like exert a lot of energy, just keeping him off. Kind of like Cam Smith, the Groves fight. Like Groves was winning the rounds, but Cam Smith was just making him work for every second of every round. Yeah. Quite similar to that. In that regard, um, but yeah, the cut was the turning point. Do you know what I feel about Anthony Drew? I like Anthony Drew because this, like I said, I said to you earlier when we were watching it, his stance, his stance, his his technique, his his positioning, and, and how he throws it looks like he should have power, mm. right? But he, he just doesn't, yeah. right? Uh, and also, my my only other issue with him, right, is is there's is aptitude, right, right? So. Like obviously he's had they showed the cuts that he had against um Yildirim. Yildirim and Mama's boy uh, Dennis Duglin, same place. Um and then when that cut goes again, it must be massively demoralizing, right? But he looks it in the court, he looks absolutely forlorn. It's a bit like right, you're going you are going out, you're going out with, with the boys, right? Right. Right. You've got dressed up, you've got a new shirt, yeah. right? G Star jeans, oh. right? And some and some fancy kicks. Yeah. Right? You've gone out, you're thinking, right, I'm looking great here. You get out, you meet all the boys, you walk in the pub, they go, hey, all right? They go, what are those on your feet? <laughs> and then you're just like, oh. And then you're just miserable all night because yeah. your confidence is completely gone. Yeah. That's what it's like. That's what he looks like when he's got like a cut or anything goes his way. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, what's the yeah. point then? I'll settle for a five out Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he looked like he would have been happy at any time. If, not happy, but... You know, if they'd have stopped that two rounds earlier, I think he'd have been like, "All right, that's it." Yeah, it's the pair of them, isn't it? And uh, Andre's the same. Yeah, just, they just and he's got a little bit more bollocks than Andre does. No wonder they need their uncle. Yeah, and they need their uncle to we'll go windmilling in at times as oh, well. Oh, insane! That was yeah. Actually, would made me really mad. One, but, one thing we didn't cover, by the way. Sorry, yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. I know what you say. Spencer's fighting Garcia next. Danny Garcia. I loved that. Yeah, I loved the way they were interviewing Spence. And he's talking, and they said, oh, so we've got an idea of who you've got next. And then the camera pans, and Danny Garcia walks into shot. Mm. And all the camera... Like all WWE. The, it was <laughs> yeah. so wrestling, like... And then all the crowd went, boo! Yeah. Yeah. about the music start, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did one... They placed him perfectly as well, because he it was, was, so he was banging them... He was, like, during the fight, though, he was banging the middle of the, of the main camera angle yeah. as well, yeah. It was so good. I was just like, that is brilliant, team. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was proper WWE. And, what, what, and what, do we think of, what do we think of that, then? I mean, Garcia's another... Um, Another busy... He's a good fighter. Yeah. And he's, he's lost two really close fights, Furman and Porter. Yeah. I thought he'd probably nick the Porter fight, but yeah. wasn't really going to argue that Porter won it. And the Furman, fight, Furman won that fight, but it was pretty close. Mm. He's not shit, Danny Garcia. He's just... I think Spence will beat him and beat him comfortably. It's the right fight for Spence to have next, really. It, with whilst, yeah. whilst we're waiting to see what That's if any or if anything happens yeah I mean yeah. But who else is he going to other than Pacquiao that's or, it yeah. he'll win he'll win handily but it'll, it'll sell quite well Angel Garcia will shoot his mouth off and say yeah. some things and yeah. you know and, and Spence, but Spence will win comfortably because mm. Danny Garcia just doesn't have the desire I didn't see the after fight bit. What did, did Porter have much to say uh, he, he accepted it yeah. he accepted it he was. He said the knockdown was key mm. and that, he was right mm. he was right that, that did just swing it I wasn't yeah I wonder 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely about that knockdown. Yeah. It'll be just... interesting to see what Porter does next. Maybe Furman again, but Furman just had hand surgery, so it's fight Crawford. How old is Porter? I'm gonna fly, fly the flag with that think, one. Yeah, he's in his early thirties. Yeah, I think he's in his early thirties. Yeah, he's been. He's had a really storied amateur career as well. He fought mm. Usyk famously. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Did he have in there? Yeah, he fought Usyk. Yeah, he beat Usyk. <laughs> amazing. But this is Usyk right. when he was like early on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amateur days. I mean, if I'm with Paul, you'd just be thinking. I mean, what else is Might there really to again, do? Maybe. Ugas got fight. robbed. Yeah, because Ugas, that was a close fight. That was a close fight. A lot of people felt that Ugas got, got robbed. I'd say just retire now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he puts his body for a lot. The conditioning is ridiculous. Yeah. He's always in tough fights. He's got nothing left to prove now. He's, yeah. He was a perfectly acceptable world champion. and A two-time champion. Yeah. Course. It's but I'd say knock it on the head. I think it's fair to say he's at peak of his powers though. He's probably a, he's probably peak of your powers for what? This is with and can this he get with the this Pacquiao fight. Yeah, that's, that's well fight. maybe that's yeah. All right, well maybe if you can get Pacquiao, then it's, it's a, almost like a bucket list yeah. thing for half these people. As long it? as there's good fights out there for him and he's not losing badly, then Honestly, there's buddy, no reason for him to retire. Uh, I get what you're saying. He's not he's not going to accomplish much else. Maybe win another strap, but yeah. well, he's not, not going to unify well. the division. I don't think he's hurting for money, but um, yeah, but. I guess Pacquiao is a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Or rematch, maybe. Um, And Benavidez, so got that TKO in the ninth round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was like, after the cut, like, all the energy just drained out of Darrell. Yeah. Like, the eighth and the ninth round, Benavidez basically just walked him down. I've not seen much of Benavidez before. He looks... um, Typical Mexican. Really? I mean, I think he looks a bit rough and ready. A bit sluggish. Clumsy. Yeah. But effective. And big and strong, and I would also say, how long does he make super middleweight? Oh, not long. How long does he make? He looks absolutely massive. And once he goes to light heavy, he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah, he's in big trouble. And you know, with everything that's happened, you know, you have a clue as to perhaps how he lives his life outside the ring. Exactly. So yeah. he got popped that makes it even harder to stay. That my man. man. <laughs> yeah, he got popped for a bit of the old packet. And, yeah, yeah, and and so, yeah, if he if he's not living life properly. That you know yeah, that'll make him balloon in weight. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He'll be up to light him. heavy, and what's it light heavy for him? Baturbiev, Bivol, Kovalev. You know, eating food for a straw. Then you got waiting um, for him at like uh, that way. The Cannon Smith fight's been announced. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. Who do you think we're on host? Al added it. Well, not... It was after. It was after. It was after in Byro at the bottom. I didn't see that. Well, don't. You shouldn't have to see. It. When, I, when I was when I typed the running order. Don't up, explain anything to him. I'm the. I'm the. I'm explaining it to the people. I don't care. I do it. Why would he talk about it after? Well, because I I forgot. Well, let's talk. Smith Rider's been announced. <laughs> T. Fuck's sake. Yeah, come right. on, T. Tell us. Yeah, go on. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's been announced. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Is it in the Echo? There's no, in Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, it's in the Echo. Yeah, so Callum Smith, John Ryder for. WBC, Ring Magazine. What's his other one? He's got the oh, and George's belt. Yeah, WBA. Stole off him. Yeah, still George's belt, really. He mm. got Fighter of the Year, didn't he? That was weird. That was British Board Fighter of the Year. Josh fucking Warrington. How? How is... Yeah. It should be Josh Warrington. But how, how can you have Fight of the Year when you fought a kickboxer, right? And... Uh, who else did he fight in that? He fought Hassan series? and Dam, yeah. a 37-year-old yeah. middleweight. That was a joke fight. Yeah. And one arm George Groves. Yeah. I don't even think the kickboxer was in the period it where it was. Oh, was it not? So it's really one arm George Groves and a middle and a middle. Well, let's talk about Callum Smith because 
obviously he was one of Matchroom's kind of you know on the you know the second you know on the one of the penultimate mm. fights of almost every big card going on. It's Callum Smith. Come and see Callum Smith. Obviously did, did field in in a round and then yep. was ready to kick on. Was WBC mandatory for a, for a oh, long time, yep. which was harsh. You know the situation he had to yep. go, and that was with the derails as well, wasn't it? Yep. Um, and so, and then obviously went into the Super Series, which, and then momentum-wise, in terms of his profile and everything, that that didn't do it any favors whatsoever. Right. And so, obviously, he's won the he's won the belt. Fair play to him, you know. Yep. Probably, you know, on paper, the, the best super middleweight in the world. Yep. Um, and obviously now, you know, back. And but then it's been almost a year. So by the time this show, um, it would have been over a year. It would have been over a year. We'll so since the Groves fight, yeah. yeah. Um, so the thing between he boxed Groves in September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he doesn't box again until June. Had a baby, to be fair. But Denied paternity. He's not he's having a fucking mine. baby, is he? No. The fuck is she this? She has the baby. And does he know it's his? No, he don't. <laughs> say, ain't mine, and get back in the ring, mate. Because he was just... <laughs> it, it, it bothered me. It was like, he comes back, he boxes in June, and he fights fucking Hassan and Dan. Like, come on, that mate. That was bad shocker. Mm. Yeah. I could uh, Hassan and Dan, three months later, January, February, and then fight somebody good in June. Mm. But he doesn't. He sits out the ring... With a kid that you don't know if it's his or not, <laughs> and then and then <laughs> really tripling down on that, and then and then he fights a middleweight, and now he's fighting Ryder, which Ryder deserves a shot. Yes, Absolutely. he does. Yeah, Ryder deserves a crack. He's had, he's on a good run. But there's also, there have been little here bits here and there from Joe Gallagher and other little rumours and stuff that um, that Callum Smith perhaps was not entirely happy at Matchroom. He just did that for more money. Yeah, there's nowhere else for for Callum Smith. Exactly. All this. He could go to PBC maybe because you've got Benavides, you've got Caleb Plant, Chris Eubank Jr. is there as well. Yeah. But at, at the zone, he's got Canelo, Triple G, Billy Joe, Billy Joe, Andrade, Andrade, um, and I'm sure there's somebody else that I'm forgetting as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and so, do we give, do we give John Ryder any no, chance? No. Why? It's too small. Yeah. Small, <clears throat> he's too small. Cam Smith's just a, a monster. He's a light heavyweight in super middleweights. It's amazing, and it, do you know what? It it shows Cam Smith's dedication to the sport. <clears throat> Unlike Benavidez, who's getting on the nose bag, it's Cam Smith lives the life that they yeah. always talk about. He lives the life, even when he was, you know, he's had a kid and everything else. I'm sure it is his, really. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> welcome on anytime you like, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know he's. He lives a life and he makes super middleweight every time. Never an issue. Never has to re-weigh yeah. like Chris Eubank Jr. has had to do. He always makes the weight no problem at all. And he is massive. So it just shows his dedication to the sport. I will, yeah. I will give him that. It's nice to see John Ryder's, again, I think I've said it before, but he's kind of everything I love about boxing. Because, On his pro. Yeah, and he's just come, you know, like, he's he's come from winning a couple of a WBA international belts, which he let me hold once and take yeah. a photo with. Yeah. Thanks, John. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but then, you know, being on the verge of essentially being dropped from, from Matchroom, mm-hmm. you know, probably one, it was probably one more fight away, mm-hmm. you know, stuck with the same, same trainer. Yeah. Um, they figured out another plan and, and went for it. And he's had three really strong wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and has now got up and he's going to have a shot at Ring Magazine yeah. WBC champion yeah. in the world, you know, unified, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love that. I love that there's only this sport. There's very, very few sports where you can go that low and be ready to be like, right, off we, do, off we go. Yeah. You know who I compare him with is uh, not quite the same, but it was a fight called Ricky Boylan, mm. um, who was, was on Matchroom, was always on some of those entry-level shows and was a good-looking lad and had a nice style about him and all the rest of it. 
uh, and then lost a couple lost a couple of fights that he probably should have should have won, yeah. and then that was it. Kind of just faded away and and going from there. And that was the risk that you know someone like John Ryder had. I mean, obviously Ryder had, had the different fights with with some of the bigger names who had then gone on to be big names as well before. But um, yeah, I, I think it would be more of a difficult night for for, for Callum Smith than perhaps some are, are thinking. He's been active, John Ryder. Yes, that's the thing. He's been active. Yeah. He's found a bit of, bit of power, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, as well. And it might you know some fighters. They move up in weight, and the, you know, kind of the old adage is, oh, when you move up in weight, you kind of lose your power a bit yeah. because you're fighting bigger it's guys. Been the opposite, but it? sometimes it works opposite. Liam Williams is another good example of okay, that. Liam true. Williams gone from light middle. He's up at middleweight now, and by all accounts, he makes it quite easily middleweight. But he's knocking everybody out, and it might just be the same with Ryder not having to boil yourself down to make weight. Just mean got a bit more energy and a bit more pop in your shots, mm-hmm. um, and so. And think about when John Ryder lost to Billy Joe Saunders for the British middleweight title, an absolute stinker. Yeah. A stinker in a copper box. And look at him now. He's, like you said, he's yeah. about to box for the Ring Magazine WBA, you know, yeah. world titles. You know. It's great. And he'd been messed around a lot with Eubank um, Jr. as well. And... Yeah, because that looked done, didn't it? Yeah. We did through the grapevine that it was done. And then now Eubank's going to fight God knows who in America. In he's too busy, too, busy, too busy working with Super Dry, was his problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on from Matchroom to uh, Frank Warren and BT. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Dubois and Ebenezer Teta. Yeah. That is pronounced Teta, isn't it? Yeah. Ebenezer is a fantastic name. It really is. Yeah. Um, for the Commonwealth Heavyweight title, I didn't watch any of it because okay. I was out. Did Go. you watch it, T? Well, funny story, actually. Um, about to watch a fight, my brother burst into the room, watched BBC Four. So I put BBC Four on and it's Bob Marley singing Stir It Up, Old Grey Whistle Test. Oh, this looks really cool. Put it back on the fucking BT and the fight's over. <laughs> really, really annoying. But um, That's a great story. You can tell it, so we can tell it again. We've got time. I might, I might do it a few more times before the, before the, before the pod goes over. But um, no, the guy just looks overmatched, really. Um, Dubois is like, I think he's gone for a very good run. I think, did he fight Kevin Johnson? Who? Dubois. Yes. yes. And that fight was horrible, wasn't it, from memory? Yeah. And I think from then it's kind of like, he's improved tenfold since then I think he probably was maybe maybe not so much in love with his power but he just he listened to blow people away I think that fight taught him to you know what maybe pick your shots a bit better and he's been in a great run since then yeah it's funny we were talking about it on the way back on the way back to the car last night yeah um, and uh, you know with Dubai well he's 22 now yeah. yeah 22 years old just turned 22 you know um, <clears throat> and really what other fights can you expect him to have right now um, you know the Gorman fight was the right fight, and and I know they probably wanted to to wait longer for that, and 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 try and you know they were two of the names that BT are, are pushing, and, and wanted to perhaps make that more of a deal than perhaps it was at the time. But it was the right fight for for Dubois to have, yep. and it should be just these types of fights for a while. And I know that frustrates people because when he's knocking people out, and part of it comes off the marketing. It was the same thing we were saying about Joshua when he was doing his little UK tour around Scotland and God yeah, knows where yeah, else. Yeah. You know, those are the fights that you should be having because it's not ready. There's no point just throwing you up up there. I mean, it's a bit different for, for Dubois. I mean, Joshua was an Olympic gold medalist and yeah. 26, 27 That's years the old. Thing, but, yeah. um, but, with, but with Dubois, like I said, if he does look like a, a, a special talent and he does look great, yeah. um, then, you know, why why ruin it? I mean, it's frustrating, especially when you're you know, headlining and all the rest of it. But yeah. Um, it was but a good show. It was a it was a good show. Was it the Albert Hall? Yeah, it was the yeah. Royal Albert Hall. <clears throat> I was gonna go and I kind of decided not to because it's a really nice venue. It's a fantastic. Did you see where the press got sat? 
Yeah, right there. Paul, Paul Zanon, who's been on the pod a couple of times, bless him, they stuck him right in the nosebleeds. Yeah. And so was apparently some security went up to them and said, uh, no, oi, no laptops. Uh, and he was like, we're press, mate. And he was like, what the hell are you doing up here then? <laughs> so that's when they got placed, like right at the back. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Did, they get, did they even get moved? I don't think so. Last time, because... I saw Paul last time at, at the last show. He was bang ringside, and he goes to everything. Oh, strange. And, he, and they, for this time, they've stuck him right, right in the nosebleeds. Bless him. But try to make more money off ringside seats. It sold really well. Mm. It sold really, really well. The, the the last Royal Abbott Hall show, which Anthony Yard headlined, um, it didn't sell well at all. I, I bought a forty quid ticket on the day, and then managed to weasel my way around to the press section. Yeah. Um, but. It was it was you know two thirds two thirds full that but this was sold out and all there for Dubois oh yeah yeah oh yeah I think so the what Bournemouth fights yeah so what um so yeah so in terms of Dubois what you know what does this what does twenty twenty hold for for Daniel Dubois I want to see him just he's twenty two he's had seven amateur fights he's twelve and zero now I think yeah uh, he's thirteen and zero now um, win the British title outright three defenses and he's won it outright do that. And then back end of next year, if Joe Joyce is uh, Joe Joyce is fighting, possibly fighting Marco Huck for the European title, mm. so I'd like to see Dubois win the British title outright, and then maybe Joe Joyce at the back end of next year. Sounds perfectly feasible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing him fight David Price actually. That'd be fun. Yeah, they might. Do you know what? They could mandate that because obviously David Price is on a pretty good run. Yeah, he beat Cash Ali, and then he's beat um, Dave Allen. Yeah, both British fighters. So the British board might go. Yeah, he might be ready for a British title. Fight. Easier to make as well because he's not tied in with anyone. Um, anyone really. really? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I could see that. I could see the board maybe mandate. So that. it's an exciting, it's a big and exciting year to come. Price can bang, price can bang, you know, and he boxed really well against Dave Allen in the yeah. last fight, you know. So I think Dubois. Yeah, Price really Dubois. Actually, the more you, the more you think about it, is actually two bangers. Yeah, and I think if Price won, he'd get the. Best I'd go to that. I think I'd go to that. Yeah, yeah. had it in London. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. make me go like no. anywhere further than Watford or whatever. No, 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 no. We don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> There's one thing I honestly forgot. I hope you haven't written this down. Well, um, yeah. The numbers for the Tyson Fury fight have come out, haven't they? No, I didn't write that down. Oh, right, yeah. So it was about... 3,000 si- odd? Yeah, 3,000 and about 3,000 comps. 3,000 tickets sold, 3,000 yeah. comps, and it did 900,000. I saw someone... Uh, I can't remember what it was on, maybe Twitter or Reddit, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, probably Twitter, because Reddit's for nerds. Um, <laughs> saying that he got his ticket free with his breakfast. Yeah. I put down a group. Yeah, oh, okay. it was. They said the sieve on him. Look, look at the sieve. I haven't remembered that. What did they say that. to him? Tea? They say to the guy, if you order this, yeah, yeah. Like if you order the special breakfast, you yeah. get a ticket for the lineal heavyweight championship. I think they kind Christ. of. I think he didn't realize he was going to get the actual ticket for it. It would just be for a screening. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Tickets for the fight. That's <laughs> absolutely That's insane, isn't it? I just. Um, I mean, his personality is amazing, but his fights aren't very memorable. No. And no. it was a good fight. To be fair, that was a good fight. Yeah, it but the thing is, fight. the thing is, as soon as it's a Wilder or you know someone of note, then it will just then it will sell. You know, so it's it's you know it's easy to do. Like I said, it's it's this is why they've signed him up. They obviously they, that was the plan. I mean, I'm sure they would have thought it would sell a little bit better after last time. But yeah, um, hopefully people would have looked at that fight as it happened. And gone, oh, well, at least it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so also on the the Royal Albert Hall show was Nicola Adams defended her WBO flyweight title against uh, Maria uh, Salinas. Not very impressive, Cal. Poor. She was really, really poor. And at the end of the fight, it went ten rounds. It was scored a draw, uh, one card for one each, and then a draw. Um, and 
she was booed Nicola Adams and then they lifted Salinas up on her shoulders and they were cheering Salinas another thing unique uniquely boxing as yeah. well we don't fair play we don't care yeah. <laughs> we don't care where you're from if you lost you lost Yeah. and fair play to that crowd because they were just I thought Nicola Adams won it to be honest but it was close and yeah. she boxed really poorly she was she hasn't boxed for a year to be fair to Adams but I feel like she's left it too long. I think she took one Olympics too many and she should have turned over earlier. Yeah. Uh, I think she's that she went and boxing was in Rio, wasn't it? She won the second gold. And I get it, she wanted to win two golds, but I think she's left it too late. She's in her thirties now. Yeah. I think she's thirty four. Um Do you think there's a risk of And flyweight as well. Yeah, I mean do you think there's a risk to of I mean, we know that traditionally, you know, Warren and um uh, Front Warren and, and Queensbury and the rest of it were not you know, on the women's boxing yeah. train, so to speak. Yeah. You know, when when Matchroom signed um, Katie Taylor, Katie Taylor yeah. that there was a little bit like that. You know, I respect it and it's fine, but I just I don't see it doing the numbers that yeah. that we would that we would want or need. Chance of her being dropped, or would it now be a PR disaster if it just got rid of the only real woman, female um, boxer that they've got? I don't know. She's at a bit of a cross. I, I didn't see the fight. I didn't see that fight. I've not really seen any of her fights, to be yeah. honest. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think she's got much of a personality. I don't know much about her. I couldn't tell you two or three of her. I don't know if she's just poorly promoted. If she's got a part to play in it as well. She's been really inactive. Yeah, I've seen her. I've seen her face on loads of advertising campaigns. Yeah. But, um, That's what I mean. So as, as a public face, you yeah. know, really, you would think that think out she's... of the two between um, Katie Taylor and Nicola Adams yeah. at, at the time, if they were both to, you know, you would have thought Nicola Adams would be the easier, easier promotion. In that 2012 Olympics, Nicola Adams was amazing. Yeah. I remember, and she was a national hero. She was so good. She was so good in that Olympics. It was that was the time for her to turn over. Yeah, it really, really was. Do you think she's still got the hunger though? Because she must be quite wealthy. Do you think she's a bit like Anthony Gogo? She likes being a celebrity, but doesn't want to be a fighter. Well, the fighting comes second to being a celebrity. Mm, I'm not think I. I don't really think I felt that about Anthony Gogo I either. I think I, I think he had some a bit of bad luck, and then perhaps was not as yeah, perhaps not as motivated in there. I'm not yeah. sure whether saying gold? no, he, he didn't even medal. But uh, I think it's I think it's hard for you to say about, about like you know, the celebrity part. I think more of it is the fact of you know boxing's a, a tough sport. It's a very unpredictable sport about money when and where that money's going to come from. Yeah, you know if someone's offering you. 50, 60 grand to be the face of you know, yeah. Nutribar or whatever, yeah. then yeah, then, you know, you do it. Fuck off. Knocking <laughs> my Huel. There's nothing wrong with Huel. If you want to sponsor us, by the way, get yeah, in touch. Absolutely. <laughs> All the local cat, if they want to do it, they can. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, T's new favourite, Archie Sharp, 16-0, Fort yeah, Declan Garrity at super featherweight. Fantastic barnet, I have to say. Yeah, I think Cracking he, he grew that since the Woodstock fight. So yeah. he didn't have the hair like that before. Yeah. Again, I didn't watch the entire fight. Um, I think I saw the knockout, which was quite clinical. But I think Caddy Mew said he, was, he wasn't doing very well up to that yeah, point. Outboxed. Um, Guarantee was is a southpaw, and uh, he had loads of trouble, especially in the first two rounds. And then round three, you could see Sharp was just starting to find his range a little bit. Uh, and then round four, there was, you know, Guarantee was doing well, and then they they were caught in an exchange, and Archie Sharp left hook. Really tight, left yeah. hook, tight as a mouse's ear, and knocked him spark out. What um, what's the, what's the scene domestically at Super, Super Feather? Super Feather is pretty good. Is pretty good. You've got Woodstock there. Yeah, already beat him. Um, is he already beat Woodstock? Yeah. Uh, go on and have a look at the boxing monthly rankings. So British, British Scott Quigg is top. Scott Quigg. Oh, he's Quiggy. fighting on the um, Cameron Smith undercard, I think. 
Yeah, you got Martin Joseph Ward. Uh, Trump, yes. Trump, Sam Bowen, uh, Liam Walsh. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Really, it's a pretty good division. Liam Walsh is just—he's just signed with MTK. Yeah, and he's—you know—he's going to be out the next. He's not booked forever. Big up to MTK right now. It's it's, uh, doing that golden contract. Yeah, you know, innovative, do different stuff. I like it. I like MTK. Yeah, the golden mm. contract, they're doing this thing and they're putting it all on Sky Sports. It's going to be really yeah. good. Yeah, what is that? It's a load of like kind of fringe British level contenders and they're boxing in like a tournament okay. for like a big money contract. From it's with Matchroom. Yeah, with Matchroom of, of, yeah, they've taken it on. And no, but it'll be, the, the contract will be with Matchroom. Yeah, so it's like a big yeah. kind of, yeah, they call it's called the golden contract. Yeah. So no, I love of, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it should be, it should be pretty good. And they're all getting on TV, they're all going to box and, you know, yeah, it should be pretty good. Um, we mentioned about Joe Joyce and Marco Huck ordered by the EBU for the yeah, European did. title. We did. I mean, is Marco Huck? I, I can't. How, how can we get rid of him? Marco Huck has lost to Usyk, then has boxed twice. One was a no contest, and one that he beat a can. Mm. He shouldn't be. I don't know how he's mandatory, but that's. I'll tell you how we get rid of him. We bring out Johnny. Yeah. We bring Johnny out. Right. They should and just it once yeah and for all yeah. <laughs> yeah, loser leaves the country yeah. or Europe, yeah. and the winner too. Just a big retirement fight. <laughs> they both retire. They're just gonna have it. Yeah, I don't think there's much to say about that. Is there? Nope. Joe Joyce is just if 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 they even take it, if Marco Huck's team even take it, Joe Joyce is smashing to bits. Joe Joyce, the absolute comedy genius, who I still don't know whether he's completely trolling all of us, yeah. with his personality, or if he is, you know, just yeah, you know, like how he is. Every interview, which is fine, yeah, but. I, I, part of me is like, no, he's he's, he's having doing a song. this on purpose, he's yeah, because he is. I, he cracks me up, yeah. absolutely kills me. Um, talking of retirement fights or, or fights uh, that shouldn't be happening after uh, retirement is Nigel Ben. So Nigel Ben will take on Sakio Bika on the twenty third of November. I can't even remember what the promotional company is is pay-per-view. called. It is pay per view, fifteen pounds. But coming from someone that bought Huey Fury. Uh, on YouTube uh, for 15 quid uh, I'll consider it Uh, after being retired for 23 years which is 8,405 days Nigel Ben says this is closure for him now that he's in a good place in his life without the drugs without the depression and he felt like he never had that closure is that fair? didn't get his licence from the British no, it's being licensed by someone called the British and Irish Boxing Authority. Nice. So they they kind of appeared because of the Hazora situation. Mm-hmm. Who got they got sanctioned by Luxembourg, and they're kind of they're basically challenging the board's authority. Really, the board doesn't have a monopoly, and I suppose so they shouldn't. And sometimes I feel like the British board isn't fit for purpose, but that's another issue. Um, no, Nigel Wynn shouldn't be boxing. He's fifty-five years old, for God's sake. And Sakio Bika, who hasn't boxed for two years himself, he's not boxed for two years, but he's still a nightmare. I imagine if he gets in shape, it'll be a nightmare for Nigel Wynn, and he'll probably beat him. You know. So they were after obviously Steve Collins, all uh, the old boys. Was, Roy Jones. Was so Roy Jones apparently asked for, for ten million quid. Bloody right. Yeah. Uh, Eubank was Eubank. Um, and apparently Steve Collins was, uh, again, was asking for, for silly money, apparently. Yeah. So um, I have some sympathy with Nigel Ben. Okay. Because I think um, if and he was very exp- explicit in the interviews and stuff, that win or lose or draw, that there, there won't be anything after this. Right. He said, this is, I feel like I need this, you know, for, like I said, for closure on, a, on a, a part of my life that was a huge part of my life that kind of just faded a, a, away. Right. Um, and I think it's 10 rounder. Um, yeah, yeah, look, I'll, 
I know. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I have sympathy. I get it. With yeah. the fact that, um, you know, with someone who's who, if they feel that they've changed their life that much, or they have changed that much from a position where, you know, his point was, you know, I was doing what I was doing, you know, drugged up, you know, not happy, um, you know, not living the life, you know. I, I he says, you know, he's like, I'm doing Ironmans and um, doing Tour de France cycle routes with oxygen masks on and, and my numbers are incredible and I feel like I can you know I feel like I can do this for, for 10 rounds and so I get it I understand it it's not some I'm glad it's not being licensed and I'm glad it's not being stuck on you know on Sky or anything silly like that but I think when there's someone doing like this going for an individual promotional company just with his agent and his lawyer and with a, someone else who's been retired for a little bit of time I'm alright with it I think T well I don't think Beaker's going to hurt him. Might headbutt him a bit, though. So that would be nice. Um, I'm kind of on Alex's side. Um, he wants to scratch the itch. But you don't play boxing. It's not like playing football. Mm. You know, you're getting hit in the face. Yeah. And for someone of that age, it's not great. But, you know, he wants to scratch the itch. Let him go on with it. I mean, I won't be paying 15 quid. I don't think I'll watch it. Um, but it's something it's something that he's probably wanted to do for a long time. So, so why not? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's no different from, you know, T deciding he wants to have a, have a fight and, and go in white collar and yeah. you know, and doing it that way. Well, I don't really see what the difference is. I did see one comment which made me think, though. I mean, it's 10 three-minute rounds yeah. and women still fight two-minute rounds. Mm. Yeah. So you've got a 55-year-old who's, like, retired for 24 years. Yep. He's fighting three-minute rounds with normal-sized gloves. You've got women fighting two-minute rounds. So then, and I agree, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying, but then I would say that if you are, you know, there's if if you are if you're fit then you're fit. The difference will be when it, if he gets it and then we'll yeah. see what happens. But you know, it's I understand it. I understand it. My my only worry is that it sets a. I get it. I'm it starts glad, happening more. That's all. I'm glad it's not an active fighter. Beaker's not boxed for two years. I'm quite pleased that it's yeah. not someone that's. If active. he yeah look if Ben was coming back saying look I fancy a crack at the British yeah you know <laughs> give me give me give me. T- 18 months, two years, and you know, then I'll have a crack at the Then I'd, I'd have something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but then saying that, if the border had licensed him, who's to say that he wouldn't have said that? It's easy yeah. to now say, uh, you know, what, no win or lose yeah. now, I won't be doing anything because the board of he can't that. do anything really other than that anyway. You know, it's not going to make any money. No. So, you know, no. someone's, someone's going to do their conkers. Yeah. Well, no, not actually. It probably costs about seven quid to put on. Where is it? To Birmingham. What was it Australia? No, I thought it no, would be in, in Australia. It is in Birmingham. Because they're both based in Australia, aren't they? I I'll be only down the road to Birmingham. I, mean, I might go. <laughs> yeah, get yourself an entire ticket. I could probably get a fight. Get, get credentials. <laughs> <laughs> you could get a fight. Uh, be interesting to see how Ben does it. That's the thing. That was the sparring take out of him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe he doesn't do much sparring because it's the fad these days. Maybe it's not do much sparring. So that'd be interesting. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Let's just make sure everyone's healthy at the end of it. Um, Speaking of uh, of retirement, someone who could have almost effectively been in retirement is Andrew Selby's British title. Yeah. Uh, he's had it for three years now without defending it. Yeah. Explain to people why, how that can happen, Cal. So when when they win the British title and then say they want to go for the European or world title fight, the board will kind of just let them. They'll kind of just go, oh, okay, you don't have to defend it, you don't have to defend it. And they'll just kind of let them get away with it. And he's had a you know a final eliminator over in Mexico in that time, and I think because he's had all these other opportunities to fight for other belts, 
And flyweight, we don't have tons of flyweights over here. There is, there's an English champion, so there is people out there that are vying for it. Um, but I think because he's been boxing for other things, there's not been really much camera to go, well, I want to fight for the British title now. There's been no one kind of lobbying, because it seems to be a lot, a lot of lobbying happens in boxing. You know, yeah. You've got to go, well, I want my shot, I want my shot. That's why the WBC has conventions, because all the promoters will go, well, well, it's my turn, my guy should have a fight, and all of that. And I just don't think there's been, because it's flyweight, and there's not tons of flyweights in this country, that there's not been anyone to go, it's my turn kind of thing. And so he's just kind of got away with it. I don't think he's purposely been no. avoiding anyone. It's just, but three years. But does it have crazy. an effect on other, does it stop other fighters progressing, the fact that they can't fight for a British title? Yeah, I think so. Because like I said, there is, there's an English champion. I imagine there's a Southern area champion or, you know, whatever, Central area or whatever. There's people out there that want to box for it. You know, there'll, there'll be a top 10 in, in the, in the uh, I'm sure there is fighters there. Have a look, T, how many is there? Six. There's six. So there's six ranked flyweights with Boxing Monthly. Okay, well... Um, so that's what's happened because yeah. there's not many fighters. There's been no one kind of going, me, me, me. So what's know? your issue then? Why do you put it on there? Three fucking years! Jesus Christ. Three years! Come I thought on. there was more to it than that. That's what I thought was all. I'm just mad about it. Right. <laughs> Three bloody years. Brilliant. Golovkin and uh, Sergei Deva, um, Devranchenko. Devranchenko for the IBF and IBO. Prestigious. Middleweight titles. Who wins and how? Devranchenko is a good fighter though. I've never seen him. He's a good fighter. Danny Jacobs pushed him pretty close. Yeah. Uh, he pushed Danny, Danny Jacobs. I might have seen that fight actually. I've yeah, yeah you of, did see that fight. Yeah, Devran, he pushed Danny Jacobs pretty close. I wouldn't have been mad if, if he got that result. That yeah. Um, but Golovkin's, you know, he'll probably get him out of there. 10th round, something like that. When is that? Next weekend. Oh, it is that next weekend, is yeah. it? Yeah. I mean,. Golovkin, so they've signed with the zone. Yeah. Um, he wants the Canelo fight. Yeah. So, so yeah, so the path is pretty clear, really. I don't think Canelo wants it. I don't blame him. Canelo, Canelo looks at like, I've got the win, there's a win and a draw, fuck you, I'm going to smash up all the light heavyweights. Yeah. yeah. But then in terms of, but then it, what, it mean, what I mean is by going with the zone and where... Oh yeah, it you was know, to means, get the Canelo fight. But, but also, if he doesn't... Yeah. There's plenty of other options there. Callum Smith. Billy Joe. Andrade. Yeah. All the guys we were talking about earlier on. Yeah. He's fought at 160 for a very long time, though. Needs to move up. That's true. I'm and he's, really... he's made away every time. I wouldn't see him fight Callum Smith. I really yeah, wouldn't see him fight Callum Smith. Same. I want... Yeah. Well, next, Callum's fight's next big fight will be... I mean, 2020 for the Super Middles is going to be great. Because yeah. you're going you're to have all those people that we've just mentioned. Yeah. You know, they want to do this whole kind of homecoming in, at Anfield for, yeah. for Callum Smith. And Billy Joe Saunders is fighting on the undercard of uh, KSI, KSI and Logan Paul. Have we talked about that? Me and Flav spoke about it. Oh, you did? Okay, sorry. It okay. doesn't mean anything to me because I don't know who these people are. No. But, uh, okay, right, you've already talked I, about it. We've we? spoken about it in there. No. I, don't, I don't care is the answer. I don't care. If they want Let to me just, right, I want to put my two points in, right, because I haven't talked about it. Um, I understand why people are saying, well, hold on a minute. You know, there's someone like Billy Joe is going to be like chief support to to this. Right. right. I understand people's point. I also have sympathy for um, for the people that are like to, to Eddie, for example, who are just like you had no interest in this before. This is just a pound note, right? So the, obviously, what how Herm was, is saying is about oh, it's opening up a whole new field for all these for casual boxing fans who won't come. They won't have seen these fans. Let's get them in. Let's get new fans. 
My point of that is I'll be amazed if there's hardly anyone in that arena for anything other than maybe the Billy Joe fight because it's, you know, let's just get there waiting for our seats, right? Yeah. So don't give me that. No. Right, so yeah, I, I'm not buying that. But you would then look at it and go, good grief, how much money these kids are making, bringing in. You know, if they're willing to do it properly in terms of no head guards and, and three minute rounds and all the rest of it, yeah, gloves, then yeah, I, I, I don't mind the fact that someone like Billy Joe going, well, you know, this is just a, this is a way for me to get in front of lots of people, have this fight, make some, make a decent amount of money, and I don't have to worry about ticket sales and all that. Right? I might as well just do it. So I get it. Uh, it'll be on Sky and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is mental, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's, I can see people in there, like, and you saw a lot of, uh, I saw a lot of tweets from other uh, boxers that saying, you know, look, I work my, I work hard every single day. You know, to to try and do this sport the way that I was always taught how to do this sport and how it's been done, and and yet these two will have a, a second fight against each other, <laughs> uh, and they're going to be stuck on the the premium slot of everything. But so. you know what they've shown those those boxers what to do right, market themselves. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's no, no, no. I agree. It's going to be my fault. They marketed themselves, and that's what boxers perhaps need to learn to do. They need to just learn to just adapt how yeah. they. Yes, they train hard and all of that. Okay, now let's get your personality out there a bit more. Yeah. Start a YouTube channel. Play a bit of Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. do a bit of Tyron Booth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Echo Falls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. But <laughs> in his leg, just say that over and over again. Yeah, yeah. It's that's it. It's about marketing, isn't it? Yeah. And we always talk about it on the pod. Boxing's about money. It's about how many tickets you sell. These kids are going to sell a lot of tickets. Yeah. They're going to... Fair gonna, play to them. Fair play to them, you know. Mm. I don't care. And Billy Joe Saunders... Oh, I don't know. No, he won't care. No, and he hasn't. He I've seen care. his Why interviews. Why does anybody he else care? Fine, yeah. He don't care. He's just... He's going to, like you said, he's going to get paid plenty. He's going to defend his world title. Hopefully mm. get something decent. Uh, it won't be. Um, and, yeah. And then he'll hopefully back box Callum Smith next year. Mm. Good. All right. What's uh prediction league? You've got a plan. So... Yeah, I've been looking for ages, thinking, when am I going to end this? When am I going? I need to end it because it's been going on for ages now. I've been waiting for like Chris Leach to just be knocked off the top, and then I was just going to end it that day. Right. <laughs> um, but I've decided that we'll end it uh, Canelo. I think Canelo Kovalev at the start of them. Anyone get? Anyone get? Uh, five points. Five points. Last I haven't night? checked. Haven't checked. Okay. Hopefully not leaks. Anyone but leaks. All right. Well, we'll see. I've given up. I've retired. I don't need it. I've, You've got it. I yeah. I won the inaugural. That's it. Uh, belt. Yeah. Right. This is the days before you got prizes. You lot getting like little medals and shit. Yeah. They got nothing. It's like Blackburn winning the league and getting relegated. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's Blackburn. Right. Okay. Good stuff. We shall see you again in a couple of weeks. Uh, probably not with me. Nah. Do something with Blackburn. Moving on. Yeah. I am. I'm moving a little bit further away, so it's it's be a little bit more difficult for the three of us to get together. But we will try. And in the meantime, we will uh, be buying professional setups. Yeah. Uh, to be able to make long distance relationships work. Yes. So yes. we will you know, They're the future long distance masturbate with each other on <laughs> FaceTime, then do Skype over excellent technical microphones. Yes. There you go. Yes. Right, we shall see you next time. Take care. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lol. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.